may not mean nothing to y'all But understand nothing was done for me So I don't plan on stopping at all I want it forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine I shouldn't down in the mall And selling that girl, she the one for me And I ain't even planning to call All right <laughs> All right, we got to change this No, man. We got to do zero to 100 real quick. <laughs> got some energy. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, bro. We are like the crunkest radio show in the world. I promise you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Back for another hour of business and talk. We got the one and only. The only in one. The one and only. My Amazon guy is back by special demand. All y'all asked for him to come back. Yep, because everybody trying to make that money off Amazon because they spent so much money with Amazon. They trying to get some of that money back. Matter of fact, I had two shipments come in yesterday. And I got one coming in today. And I got one coming in Friday and one Saturday. I got a problem. Just be shopping. I got a problem. Just be shopping. Just a little bit in the mic. Just a little bit in the mic. Turn it down. There we go. I got a problem. But nah, you be shopping, bro. Nah, man. But <laughs> we are back right here on iHeartRadio, taking it all over the world. Real 1100 AM. What's up? What's up, man? Man, it's, it, it, it's Wednesday workout. It is. It, it, it's time to work out your budgets. It's time to work out your marketing. It's time to work out your branding. And it's time to work out your cash flow. You know what I'm That's saying? That's right. Uh, just to get some announcements out of the way real quick. I don't feel good today, man. There's something in the L. My kids even woke up and said, Dad, I don't feel good today. I was like, don't y'all start that Nah, man. Monday, <laughs> Monday was the day. Monday was one of those days. Madness Monday. Yeah, the <laughs> energy was way off. <laughs> if you're in the Smyrna area, I want you to go out and visit my good friends over at Titans Fitness. Uh, they're a world-class facility. Mm. Uh, I train there myself. I'm, as you can see, getting fitter and fitter every day. Mm. All right? Uh, but you can see them over at 1834 South Cobb Industrial Boulevard. Just Google them online. You can visit them at Titans.net or Google Titans Fitness anywhere in the Smyrna area. I promise you, you will find the world-class number one rated gym. Also, I saw him today. I saw him first thing this morning. If you in Douglasville like me, go out to Studio 1211. I want y'all to go over to 6405 Fairburn Road. Mm. You can call and schedule an appointment at 770-485-6772. Ask speak with Melvin. Tell him KC Center, and he will give you a free cut on me. Get your head did. Bro, get your, get your hair right. <laughs> it's somebody getting a haircut, man, and make you feel good. You it know does, what I'm saying? Man. It make you feel so much better about life. It does. Oh, man. Uh, what, what you got for the marketing meeting? For the marketing, if you have a business, especially in retail, okay, you need to be on Amazon. Whew. You need to get your product on Amazon. And I'm going to give you the tip of the day. You need to listen to my Amazon guy. That's the tip of the day. That's it. Bro, good tip. We got a little uh we got some news breaking out of the Capitol. Uh House Bill 251. Application windows have now opened. If you are out in the Paulding County school district area, you do now have school choice. Your kids can go to any school in the county that they would like to. Wow. But trust me, wow. I exercise my school choice. Bro, it takes me so long to get my daughter to school in the morning. The bus won't take her. Wow. Also, for all my special needs uh, family, uh, Senate Bill 10 uh, is now accepting applications as of January 31st, mm-hmm. 2022, uh, as a provision of the Georgia Special Needs Scholarship Program. Parents of students with disabilities who receive special education services may choose to transfer their child to another public school in Paulding County. So all my Paulding County residents, all my folks out there, thank y'all so much. Sheriff Department, I love y'all. <laughs> That's big. But, yes, it is. Uh, but. Uh, those application windows are now open. And if you need to talk more about the special needs community and how you can help the special needs community, reach out to Ron Anthony. Shout out to the, to Ron Anthony, and they can't talk, but we can. His oh, yeah. organization is doing a lot for the special needs community. Wow. Uh, and finally, for the shout out for today, I like to shout out uh, Mr. DJ Rump. He has been officially accepted into the Atlanta Middle School Underarm Next Football Camp Series. Woo! February 26th. I'm so proud of that young man. 13 years old, man. Got sponsorship already. Bro, he got like four colleges already trying to get him. I'm like, wow. That's big time right there. But for all of y'all out there in Amazon land, (laughs) 
and everybody that's done called the show, hit us in the comments, DM'd us, and everything mm. else. They said you got to get this guy back on and, and get us some more information. So, uh, he's in studio with us, as you know, my Amazon guy, Mr. Stephen Pope. Hey, thanks for having yeah. me back on. Yeah, that's a big one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. We, got a, we got a different technician today. She working with it, though. Jazzy, Jazzy. We love Miss, Miss Jazzy over there. Well, thank you very much, Jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, nah, man, it's so great to get you back, man. We had such a, a just huge buzz uh, last time. I think, uh, hold on one second. We had a, a great comment that uh, was on uh, the YouTube video that we found. And they were saying that... Uh, Say, if you are reading this comment, seriously, bro, you need to consider pitching yourself to some PR firms so you can get out here and have your own shows and have your own stages and, and, you know, TEDx, all this type of stuff. And, I mean, in these comments, go check it out on YouTube. Uh, You can find the video uh, under the number one rated business show, and you can see some of these comments that folks love. But, I mean, they're comparing you to people like Steve Jobs and, 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 I mean, Dave Thomas. Big time, folks. Colonel Sanders. Yeah. I mean, Big time. But, no, it's the information that you left with folks. I think you left folks just so buzzing because everybody has been trying to build a business on Amazon for so long. And nobody really knows what works and what don't work. You know what I'm saying? I think there's a guy that knows the answer to that. (laughs) So, And and everybody in the studio today. It's funny because everybody's been hitting me up from people that have businesses to people that are just like, you can make a lot of money on Amazon. How how am I supposed to do it? I made none. None. I was an affiliate, uh, Amazon affiliate. You remember that program? Yeah, I, I was on it and they got my like, little four <laughs> percent. Now it's like one percent. They keep nerfing it. <laughs> so, so, so let, let, let's let's go back to a couple of things that we we talked about. You know, this day and age, a lot of folks are are starting to join this Amazon place, and a lot of y'all late because <laughs> it's already almost a billion products on there. But you know, how does somebody? You know, start to look at this Amazon world in this day and age in 2022 because it ain't the same as when it was the little bookshop a long, long time ago. Most people don't even know that. That was the first thing that got sold on Amazon was books. Jeff Bezos got into the book selling game. He was like, you know, putting them in suitcases, pulling them into his garage, filling up the cars and then dropping them off at UPS. Right. So it's come a long way since then. You can pretty much buy anything on Amazon today. Yeah. You can buy unicorn meat. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, say unicorn meat. Yeah, like anything. Don't tell my daughter that she loves unicorn. <laughs> she gonna mess around and be <laughs> like, "I'm gonna order a unicorn." If you bought unicorn meat, you might also like unicorn bed sheets, <laughs> unicorn balloons. The list goes on. Oh, their recommendation engine is something. Yeah, they're frequently bought together. It's coming. Yeah. So, so with that in mind, I mean, you you really need to have a couple of things in order to make it make sense to sell on Amazon. Okay. You need to make sure that you have, of course, my, my CTO is calling me on the phone midstream. Here we go. Mm-hmm. It's his, like, favorite thing to do is when I call, call him live. He wants to get that shout oh, out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. in any case, so you need, to have, uh, you need to have a product. Okay. If you don't have a product, you can't sell on Amazon because it's a, it's a B2C. It's mm-hmm. a okay. consumer play. Mm-hmm. And you need to have a product that somebody wants. Okay. Now, now here's the thing about the product offering. You can't just go on Alibaba and buy an apple slicer <laughs> or a garlic presser and go launch it on Amazon. That model does not work anymore. I was going to say, because a lot of folks still is still yeah. selling that to folks. The, the, the go to the Dollar Tree, buy something at the there Dollar Tree, and then go yeah. back and sell it on Amazon. And, and guess what? Everybody else could do the same thing. So <laughs> if it's going to work for everybody else, it's probably not going to work for you wow. with a margin. Now, mm. There's a lot of different models that you could get started with, you know, and, and most people um, today, the side hustlers, right? And I know, Casey, you're a hustler. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Every day. He, he's a hustler. And if you are a hustler, then the best way to get started is, is to do what's called retail arbitrage. Okay. And that's where you take some, whether it's Dollar Tree stuff or whether you go down to Toys R Us when they're going out of business and buy their discounted toys. Okay. And then you just resell it on Amazon. Now, I don't help people mm. do this. I'm just giving this as a tip, as an easy way, low barrier to entry. Whether you got two hundred bucks or three thousand bucks, you can do retail arbitrage. Okay. Um, and they have, uh, uh, I would say, apps for that. But Amazon has its own like section for that, to where you scan the barcode, it tells you, I guess, how much it's going to cost if you put on Amazon, something like that. I, I saw, yeah, I heard so they you, got an app with a barcode. You could take out that phone. Mm-hmm. Pull up seller seller app or seller central app mm-hmm. off of Google Play or the you know the iPhone store. You could do that today. It's a free app. You could go to uh, any particular thrift store and just start scanning crap, right? And so wow. 
you want to do retail arbitrage, this is this is the model that that could add 20, 30, 40 dollars in your pocket a day extra for sure, 100%. Okay. It's not scalable in my opinion. I don't think you could make more than 30, 35,000 a year doing this full time. Wow. So it's so it's, you know, it's a job, but it's not a scalable thing. So so that's retail arbitrage. Okay. Um one of the other models, kind of a step above that, is what I like to call reverse wholesale. And so reverse wholesale is when you look up brands that are available for sale, they've got products and units. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what they do is you take their brand and you reverse purchase it. So you're going to call up the wholesale and say, hey, Mr. Wholesale, you got a great product. Can I buy a batch of your goods? Okay. So you place a wholesale order. Mm-hmm. Now, these could be domestic businesses. They could be selling, you know, could be selling candy. They could be selling let, let, Let's break this down a little bit because mm-hmm. during the pandemic, you know, a lot of folks went out and bought up all the toilet paper. And then they yep. brought up all the Clorox. Yeah. And then they brought up all the bleach. And then all next the thing you saw it on Amazon, a, yeah. a thing of, a gallon of bleach was going for like twenty six bucks, bro. Yeah, I remember that hand sanitizer was ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. There, there were there were some New York Times like investigative stories. Like a couple of guys, I think it was in the New York area or northeast somewhere, and mm-hmm. they went around with a U-Haul and just filled it up. And they just went to every small shop and just bought every piece of hand sanitizer they got. Wow. Now they got wow. in trouble for price gouging. Um, and and they had to they had to give the, the the stuff away and donate it. They got in a lot of trouble for price oh, wow. gouging. So don't do that. But <laughs> but if you are buying something that's in demand mm-hmm. that just hasn't been logistically placed in front of a consumer, okay, mm-hmm. retail arbitrage works, right? Wow. Like you know, and let's say there's like a toy that hits Toys R Us and there's only a finite number of runs. This oh yeah, is, we see it every Christmas. Yeah, so I mean, this is kind of the ticket master thing, right? And a bunch of bots go in and buy the stuff. But here's the thing. Bots can't do retail arbitrage because it's physical, right? Okay. So you're going physically into the stores and getting whatever you can locally source okay. and then shipping it out throughout that's, the country. That's, that, is, okay. that is a very, very smart concept, though, because I never even thought about that. That's too much work. But no, if you think about it, well, for Joe. Passive income. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's too much work. What's going on with Danny Parks? But no. No. She back. No, okay. <laughs> to go that day. But no, that that is such an interesting concept because you got so many stores. Just just Monday, we were sitting here talking with Zane Williams. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He ain't even online yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 22 years old, he flipped into a, a basic sneaker empire. So we could literally go over there and grab, you know, 50 shoes from him and throw them on Amazon tomorrow. He's not going to let us get 50. Not now because we done told him the game. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to let us well, get Well, I mean, 50. at the end of the day, uh, if you're a wholesaler, what do you care about? Exactly. Yeah. You care about orders. That's oh, yeah. True. And you need orders to get orders. So you're going to take an order for 50 shoes. He'd probably do that in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Now, now later, when he sees you on Amazon and your success, what behooves him as a brand is to replace you. And see, what I'm going to be is like, I did this all by myself. I'm a self-made man. <laughs> self-made millionaire. <laughs> and being self-made makes a lot of sense in this day and age because then you got oh, the yeah. control, right? But here's the thing. If you're a brand owner... You should be selling direct on Amazon. You need to take control of yourself. You mm-hmm. need to control your own destiny, that mm-hmm. is. Oh, yeah. And so if you are reverse wholesaling or retail arbitraging, eventually the brand is going to catch on if you scale and cut you off. And then oh, wow. they're going to go direct to, to Amazon. So that's why okay. reverse wholesale, re- retail arbitrage are temporary, play. are temporary plays. And I think a lot of people can get away with doing it. But eventually, uh, there's going to be a scaling point you can't go past. Okay. Now, with the wholesale, can you do the drop ship with that wholesale? So I, I would kind of look at drop shipping as a form of, of purchasing out of wholesale. But in, okay. but here's the major difference. Instead of you making that PO order for those 50 shoes that KC talked about, instead what you're doing is you're taking the order from the consumer and then simply passing it on. Okay. Right? okay. So that's what I consider drop ship. Okay. And Amazon is hostile to drop shipping. Really? They are. Yeah. And, and and think about it, right? So, you know, Amazon Prime came out, right? Uh-huh. I love my stuff, but I love my stuff even more in two days. Oh, yeah. And that wasn't good enough, was it? Mm-hmm. So now here's Amazon Same Prime day. one day, but Amazon one day, Prime day, wasn't good enough either. So here you are with your unicorn meat, your unicorn pajamas, <laughs> KC. Same, Same day, day <laughs> within a four-hour window if you're in the Atlanta yep. metro area. We need to test that out hey, one day. I, hey, we need I to got, order something, order something got, for the house and bring it here. Let's see if we get it on I've time. got orders coming in every day this week. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm you need, losing you money, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm losing money because I ain't making money off Amazon. All, all I can say is God bless the trash man. <laughs> because <laughs> if they didn't come and bring all that cardboard that I'm pulling in from the Amazon oh, system, man. I would be overrun. Bruh, in a moment. I'm going to tell you what you do with all them boxes. 
your kids gonna love them. All you gotta do is just get the, get the kids together and just give them the boxes. Just see whatever they do. They're like cats. They just <laughs> climb in. Exactly. But I'm wondering though, what about stocks on the actual manufacturers of the cardboards for the Amazon shipping? Hey, that's a good one, Joe. I bet Amazon's Who already bought those. <laughs> <laughs> Who made them boxes? Vertical yeah. control, right? Amazon's bought everything. They bought mm. the facilities, the FBA plants. I think there's like 500 around the country wow. right now. Multiple in the Atlanta metro area here. And and then they wow. probably bought the cardboard. They, they they even bought their own brands, right? They, <laughs> wow. they're, they're running. Uh, so so here locally, we got a, we got a battery brand, right? Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it Duracell that's local? I think. Okay. I, yeah. I think, uh, I think it, it, is, it is Duracell. Yeah. They make it. Yeah. 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 Here in Georgia, right? Oh, by the way, so for those that are listening here in local Georgia, can you name ten products that are made in Georgia? Get out a piece of paper Kia. and start to write it down. Yeah, Kia, that's Kia. the easy one, right? Monday night beer. Yeah, I was gonna say I can name ten beers, but wait, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> so so that, you know, and that's it's kind of disappointing. I joined the Georgia Manufacturing Alliance because I wanted to start making oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, I've been to the GMA before. And, and if anybody can make stuff locally, then you can sell it on Amazon in wow. theory, right? Okay. Uh-huh. The problem is most of the manufacturing locally is B2B. There's not a lot of B2C consumer type ah, manufacturing. That's interesting. But if you got your EIN and you got your you you got your, your LLC, your business license, or whatever, then they they can't hold you out the game. They can't. But can you do it at cost? Can you okay. can you get your cogs down to compete with China? Right, like yeah. so you got China oh, coming no. in and going direct to consumer for the first time, and they're they're putting price pressure on you, bad. It's it's rough. Wow. Yeah. So so if you can't compete with the Chinese, that's why people are going B to B, right? So like one of those plants I toured, they make toilet seats for airplanes that are fire resistant, mm-hmm. and they they charge like three hundred dollars for these things, but then they sell them to airplanes, right? Like that's a local shop. Okay. But, but, but tell me this: How do you feel about that though? You own a platform that's built for you know entrepreneurs and, and built for folks to sell stuff, but you got to compete with the damn platform itself. You do. Like, yeah. how do you feel about that? Like, to me, it's, it's, it's yeah. a little unethical. Monopoly. I don't know. Yeah, but I, all the platforms are doing that. I mean, all the platforms. This is everybody doing it. Don't mean it's right. <laughs> if if we, Amazon wasn't in bed with the CIA and the government and AWS, I think they would crack down on the monopoly. I mean, think they broke up Microsoft for like I know, a tenth, right? a yeah. tenth of what Amazon does. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So Amazon con- completely controls online shopping, bro. Nobody else has it. It's yeah. like if you're talking about buying something online, everybody going to Amazon. It's just like if you're gonna search for something, everybody going to Google. Yeah. It is what it is. That's so sad. But, but how let, let let let's now we we we've got a couple ideas out there. We yeah, got we the got retail the arbitrage. We we got going to buy local wholesale and then selling that on Amazon to the to the greater general public. Now, once I got these ideas, what's the next step? Like, Wait a minute, man. He got two more. He <laughs> said four. I'm trying to get it all. I'm trying to get all the game. You got to build your own brand. That's okay. ultimately so. So private label would would be <laughs> would build. Yeah, you got to build your. Own, you got to build and you got to engage. Right. It's no longer about review generation. Okay. It's about yeah. engagement generation. Right. Yeah. You got to you got to have people that are engaging your brand. So. If we want to talk about the other two models, I'd say private label is above wholesale. Private okay. label is taking that apple slicer off Alibaba. Okay. Right? And you'll notice here, one thing that I've done, I've explained these three models so far, but I've also criticized them, and I've mentioned that they're not scalable. Okay. The fourth and final model is when you build your own brand. This okay. is where you can scale. Now, mm-hmm. it takes more investment. you okay. got to have money, right? So if you don't have at least $3,000 that you could part with, Without losing your shirt, mm-hmm. without having to worry about paying rent, mm-hmm. you shouldn't start doing this. Okay. Can I go do the pet rock thing? Go outside, get some rocks, and be like, <laughs> damn that. Can we sell t-shirts? <laughs> Let's talk about how we sell t-shirts on Amazon. <laughs> so, I mean, Amazon has all these kind of special programs you can get into. There's even a t-shirt, like, upload your design if you're an artist. Okay, and, and they'll and, print it. And they'll print it. Now, the margins stink. You're getting, like, a dollar a t-shirt. But let me tell you something wow. about that, though. Because we also do that with a lot of a lot of you know local folks here. Yeah. Because the simple fact we also we had a screen printing and this type of stuff, but we also have DTG. And with DTG, once I got your design in there, all I got to do is boom. As soon as you want it, I just hit the print button. But there's a a, a big saving factor in that because this ain't the first time I've been in the t-shirt game. So when you start to back in the day when you had to go get this stuff screen printed, mm-hmm. you had to go buy a minimum of a hundred t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And then you're sitting here with all these T-shirts. You don't know which size is going to sell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now you got to sell them straight out the trunk to get your money back. Mm-hmm. Now, 
All you got to do is, boom, put your design up there. If it don't sell, don't nobody care. Yeah, but you're only making a dollar. To make a million dollars, you got to sell with a Amazon, million. With Amazon, you're only shirts. making a dollar. But with us, you're going to make a hell of a lot yeah, more than a dollar. Yeah, we talking about but Amazon. I'm just saying. Yeah, on, on, yeah, yeah, a dollar. <laughs> when, I, when I shopped around for Come t-shirts. to me. I'm going to give you a much better margin than a dollar. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to save you a whole bunch on not having to buy a bunch of T-shirts that you might not be able to see. <laughs> I shopped around for T-shirts, and I really wanted to have, like, the nicest, softest fabric. And mm-hmm. so that's when I printed out my Amazon yeah, right guy T-shirt. Just, just yeah. get your little sleeve on. Yeah. This ain't a T-shirt yeah, game, I'm just saying. I don't know. That <laughs> might be the same fabric. Amazon. We, might, we got two, mans, two, two men with the same taste. I, I, I got a sweater. Y'all won't feel my sweater. <laughs> you ain't selling them sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> you can win the Christmas ugly T-shirt contest. I know, man. I'm losing money here. But no, <laughs> all right, so we got our brand. We, we ready to put our, our merch on here. How do we start about uh, uh, selling our own brand on, on Amazon? Because so I'm with you. That, that That's the scalable part because can't nobody copy your brand. So yeah, You, you got intellectual property okay. when you build your own brand. So not only do you need to go file and protect that intellectual property, oh, here's, yeah. here's probably the most boring part of, of our segment. You need a trademark. No, this right? is the most important part <laughs> because folks don't understand how easy it is for somebody to steal your stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of this stuff, the more basic something is, the, the more the general public likes it. Can everybody agree on that? And the basic stuff is easy to copy. Yeah. I mean, I can print about 50 folks' stuff right now. I ain't going to do it because I got integrity. But in the same breath, if you ain't got this thing trademarked or you ain't got this thing protected, bro, anybody can start bootlegging your stuff. Yeah. Hell, so, Amazon will be printing your stuff. They, they will. They will, and they can. So trademarks, while not a sexy topic, we had to end up figuring out how to file them. because. Okay. You need a trademark to get what's called brand registry on Amazon to protect your stuff. And wow. it also gets you access to special perks like advertising and enhanced brand content. Wow. And graphics and videos and stuff that you wouldn't normally get access to. Okay. Mm. So I have, at my Amazon guy, I filed more than 700 trademarks in wow. the last two years. Wow. Wow. And, and so, like, I'm your classic businessman. I didn't go to law school. I don't know anything about law. Okay. All I did was I was like, okay, there's a need here. Amazon sellers need trademarks to protect their stuff. So I, I just created a business model and did it. Great. Okay. Yeah. So hustling on my side too. <laughs> but once you got your trademark and all that stuff, what you need to do is pick a product you understand. Now, now let's okay. stop right there on this trademark because I, I think it's one of those things. This is one of those type of things. Folks think that getting a trademark is like undoable because, like you said, a lot of us don't know the law. Mm-hmm. So tell people a little bit about what you learned from that process of getting something trademarked. The most important thing you do is get a logo mm-hmm. and slap it on a product, take a cell phone picture. Mm-hmm. And send it to a guy who can file you a trademark. That's it. That's the easiest way. For real. That's how I simplified the business model down. Now, you could try and Google out how to file a trademark. You'll, you'll be stuck in la limbo land for a week. It's, it's terrible. The legalese oh, yeah. that the USPTO puts out, the United, mm-hmm. United States Patent and Trademark Office, mm-hmm. that is some prime reading material right oh, there. Yeah. Wow. So here's the simple news. You just need a product with a, with a photo you take on your cell phone showing that you have the product in use. You also need to pick the right brand name. Okay. And so you can't just pick something little, right? So here's here's a trademark I filed early on when I was not as smart as I am today. And it was mm-hmm. big art picks. And literally what it was was these giant two thousand dollar art pieces mm-hmm. that were big. They were art <laughs> and they were picks. All right. Okay. Now here, you can see where I'm going with this, yeah. right? Makes sense. Too descriptive on the brand name. What? If you want a brand trademarkable and defensible you can't describe your own product with the brand name wow wow so if you want that's so anti-business though because we tell folks all the time something about your business need to folks need to when they hear the name of your business they need to kind of understand what it is you do (laughs) you want to win the seo on it right yeah Yeah. you want to win yeah so when somebody googles amazon guy i'm number one on google right like i like the fact that i can win that seo but when it comes to brand development you got to pick something like Momster, right? So this is a brand okay. I made, M-O-M-S-T-I-R. Okay. And and I thought, oh, you know, my wife's really good cooking. She's a mom. She likes to do things in the kitchen. Momster. Cool. Hey, nobody's got that brand name, okay. right? So I went and trademarked it, and then I sell funny wine glasses on Amazon. Wow. Okay. I bet you we'll get a couple comments from somebody listening to this on the radio where they've owned, where they've purchased one of those wine glasses because oh, I yeah. got some of the top funny wine glasses on Amazon. Wow. Wow. Well, now here's the problem. Now, if you go on Amazon.com and type in Momster, it autocorrects to Monster Monster. Energy Drinks. (laughs) Wow. So so one of the best tips I'll give you is once you figure out what brand name you want, go go Google it. Go put it on Amazon and see what comes up. Okay. Because if you don't, 
then it's going to get auto-corrected. But no, wow. that, that's smart advice because that, that, those are those little mistakes that entrepreneurs make that nobody else can tell you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And those little tax. things like that. Got to pay your tax. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's your Amazon tax. Yeah. I don't think the education system does e-commerce justice. Like, you can't, oh, no. you can't go get a degree in Amazon. You got to do hard school of Knox. You got you to gotta pay for your mistakes. And so that's like, you know, I, I was just kind of looking at my payroll the other day. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, internships, 10% of my payroll. Oh, because, yeah, we're talking about that. Because the education system doesn't develop the talent pool needed in the Amazon space, and it's the fastest-growing sector in the freaking country. Wow. Yeah. Fastest. Wow. But what they're developing is folks to go work fastest. for the corporate office. That's yeah. what they're developing. Oh, definitely. Not not people to be entrepreneurs. Because if you get in that e-commerce space, then you can start your own, and you can build your own. You don't work for somebody else because you're like, wait a minute, especially an entrepreneur because you're looking at the numbers. You're looking at, wait a minute, I'm putting in this amount of time. This person is getting this part. I'm getting this part. I could do this on my on my own, and next thing you know, you leave. Oh yeah. So side hustle for a year before you do that, but you know, I I, yeah. I just I just think that the you know education system is a giant letdown. You know, humanities degrees, there's like 300 of them for every one job, and the guys that are doing STEM and they can work on an Excel sheet, okay. those are the guys I want to hire. Yeah, yeah, those little talents. Thank y'all so much. We got so many, so, so many people watching on Instagram right now. Thank y'all so much for joining us on Instagram, everyone. Uh, once again, we are sitting here having a conversation about your Amazon business with the number one uh, rated Amazon expert in the world at this point. Yes. And I want to know how you get the margins. How do you determine the margins? When you're looking at a product, you're saying, this is what I need to get. I need the margins. And we only got four minutes to the to the break, so we might have to do that after the yeah, break. Yeah, we we gonna have to come back with that one. Yeah, I want to learn the margins, cause but no, no, no. Last little thing on this trademarking, cause I, I we really gotta drive this point home. Mm-hmm. How much is the process? So eight hundred and twenty five dollars to file a trademark with my Amazon guy. Okay, and, and how long are you protected for? Ten years. Ten years. So you can get a serial number within one business day for me, which is faster mm-hmm. than anybody on the market, oh, yeah. literally. Mm-hmm. And then if you go take your trademark on Amazon, you can get brand registered in under seven. Nobody wow. does it as fast as us so and as accurate. Within 10 days, you could be ready to go. You could. Now, that wow. also that wow. also helps you get that right to license that to somebody else legally now at this point. It does. You could license your products, and then you're going to protect your logo. And then anytime somebody uses your phrase in your category... You can you can file an infringement and they have to be taken down by Amazon or whoever you file the infringement with. Wow. I'm gonna tell you who 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 was big on that Trump. Oh really? Like he used to put his name on everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah! Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> Association. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, but it is so important that folks understand this the whole protection part because you know we talked about this in music yesterday. Mm-hmm. Folks not copywriting their music and then you putting stuff out there and then you ain't getting paid nothing while everybody's spending your stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's the same thing when you start talking about building your brand, because next thing you know, folks slapping your logo on all kind of stuff, selling it, and you don't even know this is going on. Yeah, yeah. But I'm telling you, bro, there's some hustles out here. To, to and with day. Amazon, how many people are actually selling to Amazon your product? You know, almost identical, and leveraging that. As far as Amazon's concerned, as long as they get us sell, they're happy. So whether your product sells or somebody else's that looks like it, they don't care. So Amazon does not go out of its way to help sellers. It's a buyer's platform. And that's why I'm in business, because we help the seller navigate all that bull crap. Y'all stay wow. tuned. Right after the break, we're coming back. We're going to be talking about how do you price and how and these profit margins that you can get on Amazon. We're sitting here with my Amazon guy, the one and only Stephen Pope. It's the Rockstar KC. And Mr. Marketology. And we'll be right back. Right here on the Real 1100 AM. At Align for Life, we work with attorneys across the entire metro area. We are a portal of entry provider, meaning we can ensure your client is triaged accordingly and coordinate all aspects of your client's chiropractic and medical care from start to finish, including referrals to medical doctors, specialists, and imaging. This is Dr. Fowler. Your injury clients deserve the best transportation, extended hours, and compliance monitoring. We understand your needs. Refer your injury and accident victims right now by calling us at 404-383-1110 
or visit us at yourfinespine.com. Transportation is provided via Uber, and we are open late so your clients can come in after work. Auto accidents, wellness care, slip and fall. We take care of it all. There's a lot going on in the world, and your world is always changing. That's why it's important to stay connected. The latest news, the latest entertainment, the newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand, wherever you are, with the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Over 1,500 live radio stations from across the country and over 15 million songs to create your own custom stations. Text IHR to 45495 to download the app or listen at iHeartRadio.com. Standard text and data rates apply. And now an important message from Jerry Rice. As a career-wide receiver, I've been hit hard. But no training nor practice prepared us for the devastation of COVID-19. Thankfully, there is hope. Even with multiple vaccines available, we still have to work together until everyone is safe. We all win when we unite to prevent. For more information, visit unite2prevent.org. Hey, it's Matt Hampton from the new Black Wall Street Market, and you're listening to the number one business show here in Atlanta, Georgia. We are back right here on the Real 1100 AM iHeartRadio, checking in all over the world. Spinning number that Rick Rose, the boss. Hustling. <laughs> now, back with uh, the one and only my Amazon guy, Mr. Stephen Pope. Yes. Hello, hello. And right before the break, we started to get into pricing. We need to know about this the is, profit this, margin. This, this is going to be powerful right here because yeah, a we, lot of folks ask about pricing. How do I price my products? You need to sell more products to more people. More often, and here's the key fourth part, for more money. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's e-commerce summarizing four phrases right there. Wow. That's powerful. So now, he said for more money, though. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Instead of at the discount, for less money. But let me tell you, and I'm glad he's starting to hit on this myth. Mm-hmm. People think, what, number one, that pricing one ain't going to do nothing, but it's just a race to the bottom. Yeah. When you it, build based on value, people will pay anything for value. If you win on price today, mm-hmm. you will lose on price tomorrow. Mm. End of story. Mm. And you can't compete with China. You can't. They no. can do it too cheap. Yeah. You know, being American-made, I think, is the future. Uh, but I think the manufacturing facilities have been lost. I think mm-hmm. the, the, the knowledge of how to make things in America has been lost. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really sad, actually. Yeah, we don't outsource our whole industry. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll come back. I think it's inevitable, you know, when... When the geopolitics shift and we see China and, and the U.S. no longer seeing eye to eye, we'll see American jobs go back in the manufacturing and build it out. In the meantime, though, when you're thinking about how to put things, you have to do you have to have a, a key strategy, right? You either have to source your product for less money than your competitors, okay, okay, so you can at least be competitive, mm-hmm. okay. That's why a lot of people go to China, right? I've been to China. I went to the fairs. You know, I went to the Canton Fair. A few years ago, overwhelming event, by the way. I mean, you're walking in a, I, the biggest building I've ever been in my life mm-hmm. is over okay. in China. And and you literally could walk like two miles inside of this building. It's just wow. one after another. It's just gigantic. Wow. So so there's that many vendors over in China that want to hawk you goods and sell stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, if I went back to China, I wouldn't do it the same way again. I mm-hmm. wouldn't go and try and go to a big trade fair. Now, trade fairs are cool to like get ideas from. And you'd be like, oh, here's the coolest toy this year. It can, you know, it's got laser eyes, right? Whatever. But uh, I think I would go back and I would tour a a specific set of three or four manufacturing plants that sold goods that I'm interested in. Okay. And the the way that you at home can decide, like, what products should I sell to price them in a way that I'll have a margin on? Most important thing you do is to find a product you understand. Oh, yeah. And okay. so, so, so Jeff, like, what's a product you understand? You could tell me, like, watches. the nitty-gritty, right? Okay, watches. So, tough category on Amazon. Mm-hmm. But if you get it ungated, you're going to be one of the select few people who can sell watches on Amazon. Now, tell me, like, top two things somebody needs to know when they're shopping watches, Jeff. <laughs> top two things. One is the durability. Okay. That's one. And then two, it's the, uh, I would say, curb appeal. Okay. I mean, 
people get into the technical aspect. Does it tick? Da, da, da. At the end of the day, you buy watches just for vanity. So if you were going to sell watches, you'd have a huge advantage over me. I don't understand watches at all. The best thing I could do is tell you about my Fitbit that's on there, right? And I count my steps. <laughs> count my steps. But but you could then go to talk to a manufacturer about watches, and guess what? Your, your sort of conversation that you would have mm-hmm. about watches would be very different than mine. Mine would be, what's the MOQ? Minimum order quantity. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the price? Mm-hmm. Those would be the questions I could ask. What's the question you would want to know? I'd want to know how custom can you get it? How how unique can you get this watch wow. to me? Because here's the thing. I don't need to sell a lot of them, but if it's unique, I can raise that price. And so that's a competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. Everybody ever needs to have a competitive advantage to be an Amazon seller. Now, there's three sections of business, in my opinion. Okay. I, there's finance, mm-hmm. there's operations, and marketing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to lump a lot of crap into operations, to be clear. I'm talking physically touching the good end-to-end. Okay. But, but if you are – most businesses in the corporate sense mm-hmm. have done really well at operations. Okay. What they stink at is marketing. Oh, yeah. And, and, and you don't need to get an A in all three of these areas, right? Mm-hmm. You just need an A in one of them, and a passing C's gets degrees in the other two. Now, obviously, if you get an A in all of them, you're going to be superb. You're going to be oh, winning, yeah. right? Um, you get an A and two B's, you'll be doing okay. Not mm-hmm. bad at all. Mm-hmm. But as long as you have one A and two C's in finance, operations, and marketing, you're going to be able to have a competitive advantage. So if you talk finance, that means figuring out how to get your cogs down and your price up, right? Okay. If we talk operations, this is how do I get something from point A to point B and, logistics. make, and, and logistically get it there as humanly fast as possible okay. for the lowest, lowest amount of cost, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Finance, we could also talk about having capital and stuff like that. I kind of put that under the rug. And then on marketing, though, this is the one that's my bread and butter. This is my A, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and this is where you need to get your customers to see the product mm-hmm. at the right place at the right time for the right plate, price, oh, yeah. right? And, there's, and I kind of break down traffic into two categories, Search engine optimization and pay-per-click advertising. Mm-hmm. And I break conversion into two categories, mm-hmm. design and catalog merchandising management. Right? Okay. Catalog, you're going to do proactive stuff, your reactive stuff. And so if you have that mentality when you're thinking about what goods to get, you know that you need to find the customer and bring them to you, and then you need to sell them at a profit. Okay. Amazon is going to be about a 33% partner. Okay with you on Amazon. So that means you're going to be paying them logistics costs, referral fees, advertising. Most of your operations. Most of your operations. So, so what are your COGS, your cost of goods? you got to know the answer to that question to be able to be oh, successful yeah. on Amazon. Then okay. you got to know all the fees on top of that, your Amazon fees. And you also need to know your personnel fees. Like, okay, mm-hmm. do I need a 3PL? That's a warehouse where you, stif- you know, stick your stuff before it goes to Amazon's warehouse called FBA or Fulfilled by Amazon. Okay. Okay. Or uh, do I need to just ship it straight in from China into Amazon? No, wow, no, when he no. said 3PO, I'm thinking Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> no, but let me ask you a question real quick. Obi-Wan Kenobi. And we, your help. <laughs> we, we, we got some questions coming from social media as well. But let me ask you a question real quick. So what, what in Amazon or what in this model that Amazon created made so better than eBay? Because we didn't see a lot of what Amazon is doing is now, done before, and fail. Because them eBay stores flop like a just like a just sack of potatoes, bro. That that thing was shipping. here and gone like three months. <laughs> Two day shipping. Could, could <laughs> you could you consider both eBay and Amazon a marketplace? Yeah, you could. You could argue it both ways. I think okay. right. But here's the difference between eBay and Amazon. On eBay, you have unlimited listings. Okay. You could see the same pen on two thousand listings. So as a yeah. consumer, when I go to navigate and I type in a pen, I see auction after auction after auction. I got so sick of that. I think, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so what eBay, eBay was first to market, right? They did really well. They, 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 they spawned PayPal, for crying out loud, which oh, yeah. is huge by itself. PayPal bought Venmo. Mm-hmm. Um, and PayPal stock on the way down, by the way. <laughs> uh, so, so with that in mind, if you are comparing eBay to Amazon, Amazon is going to be about... You know, for every hundred sales you get on Amazon, you can pick up three on eBay. About wow, so, yeah. so we're talking thirty-three times more successful for a brand on oh, Amazon yeah. than on eBay. Now, eBay is really good in two categories. I think they're really good on coins, collectible mm-hmm. things, precious metals. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
jewelry, mm-hmm. and then they're also good on trading card collectibles, right? So oh, yeah. I sold a I sold a Kobe Bryant rookie card signed. Wow. Mm. For you know, six hundred bucks on eBay. I left it on eBay for a full year. I never negotiated. I didn't take any messages. I just left it up, knowing that eventually one day now. it would sell, and it did. Wow. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder what it's worth now. Yeah. I traded. I traded my Pokemon cards for my Kobe Bryant signed card. By the way. Wow. As wow. a fifteen-year-old okay. kid, I was like, okay, it's time to get out of Pokemon. But but you write about wow. them uh, collectibles because at one period of time, I just got into gold. And it was like I was just buying up gold like crazy, and you could go in there and buy like little bricks of gold and you all can. type of stuff. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I, I, I was used buying to, up like crazy. I used to work at a company called Atmex, American Precious Metals Exchange. One of the coolest things I did for them was increase their website traffic by ten million Whoa. uniques in wow. one year. In one wow. year. Take your any, take any SEO tool in the market, SEO Rush, SEM Rush, or A Harris, or whatever you want. You could guess my hire date. It's so freaking obvious. And and we did that by building content. Wow. 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 Now, now uh, another question coming from social media. Uh, what are some companies, other than Amazon Prime, of course, that you see that's doing it right, that, that folks can follow? So I want to finish the uh, comparison of Amazon versus eBay just real briefly here. Okay. So, so eBay, it's a marketplace with auctions. And mm-hmm. then Amazon is a place where that same pen that we talked about mm-hmm. must be on the same listing. It's shared by all sellers. Okay. So what oh. Amazon did is they, they were the first to market to curate the items and wow. build an actual catalog. Nobody had done that mm. before. Okay. Okay. A lot of people know that Amazon shipped crap really fast and made it cheap, but they yeah. never understood how or why. And the and, and the, the how and the why comes down to building a catalog and making the FBA facilities pop up all over the country. So wow. so finish mm. that segment out. I just want to make sure I kind of finish mm. you know what Amazon specializes in versus eBay. Oh no, I got you. Now who who do you see that's doing it right uh, on Amazon other than Amazon itself, because of course they when they put that Prime on it, bro, it's over with. Oh, yeah. but- <laughs> so, so this is easy to answer. Anybody can go on Amazon right now and look at the top 100 in any category. Okay. Anybody that's got an item in the top 100 in any category is doing it correctly. Okay. So if you sell in the top 5,000 in home goods, you okay. probably are selling an item that produces 200 to $250,000 in monthly revenue for a single wow. product. Hmm. Which product is that? Because, you know, I can go get some. (laughs) (laughs) It's that unicorn meat. (laughs) (laughs) So, I, you know, I started several brands. I've got, you know, I've got a funny wine glass brand called Momster. I have Age of Sage. I'm going to start making brands for every one of my kids. So Age of Sage is my two-year-old daughter. And uh, we sell smudge sticks and and giftable items. And we got some soaps going on, right? Um, And so it's really fun. And, you know, it was here's one of the things you should do as a business entrepreneur. Here's a tip for you. Listen to your customers. Oh, yeah. Right? Give them what they want. And don't listen to the naysayer customers. Listen to the cult follower customers. Okay. Right? And so I had two messages in less than 24 hours hit me this past weekend where somebody said, hey, I bought some of your soaps. I really like the rose-scented soap. I don't like your other soaps. And I had been selling (laughs) these in a four-pack with four different scents. Okay. Mm. Right? And so I have 18 different scents total and a bunch of different combinations, right? Wow. Mm -hmm. So they said, hey, I want to buy four of these. And then I'm like, sure, no problem. So what I did is I made a new listing with a four-cent. I told my warehouse I got a special order coming in. Not even four hours later, I got a second message. Hey, I really like uh, this particular flavor that you have. Um, the cedar wood. I want the cedar wood soap. I, I want three of these and I want one charcoal. And I said, okay, cool. I'm going to custom mix and match this. So then I tried to figure out, hey, Amazon, can I can I actually build out a single listing that lets me customize all of these different soap scents? Okay. Mm-hmm. Answer was no, I couldn't. So what I ended up doing is I made 18 new scents with single four packs. So I listened to my customer and now I have 18 more SKUs, 18 more products. Wow. Wow. Now, still over all of them, is the role still the favorite? So the, the 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 four pack that I have, it has it has a charcoal in it. It's got a cedar like smell. Yeah, it's it's so I got like different things. I, I made a masculine box and I made a damsel box, <laughs> made a fruity box and a macho box, and I'm also gonna come out with a galactic box because I was looking at the search term engine uh, data and for whatever freaking reason. There's like 20,000 people that search Star Wars soap every month. Really? Wow. Right. So I'm not going to do Star Wars. I'm going to call it Galactic, and then I'm going to try and rank for Star Wars soap. It's going to be black wow. and white type of, you know, yeah. type of soap. That's dope. Right. So you got some Stormtrooper and Darth Vader. Yeah, I right? didn't even now, notice. Now, wow. What, what, is this just one of those type products that 
just everybody's just kind of looking for new stuff in this area. Because I noticed even with me, I started uh, going to Bed Bath & Beyond. And then they got this all this new stuff for men and this type of stuff. I love the bourbon. I don't yeah. know why they think men want to smell like rocks and trees and yeah, wood. Yeah, why do I want to smell like sandalwood? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sandalwood. Like, really? Sandalwood. Well, I love the bourbon, though. But <laughs> Bed Bath & Beyond closing some shops right now. They kicked out, you know, my pillow guy, and then all of a sudden, boom. Yeah, losing, yeah, bro, losing dozens of shops. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, why, why do you need to go to Bed Bath & Beyond when you can go on Amazon and get the same stuff for half the price? That's the problem oh, with their model, though. That's right? true. And, yeah, so people aren't going in inside of, of retail that much anymore. They still are, and, and, and the best way to get them to come in is to push local, right? Oh, yeah. Do something special locally they can't access online. Mm-hmm. But on Amazon, it's a price war. It's a commodity, right? So if you're going to lose them today, if you win them today on price, you're going to lose them tomorrow on price. Okay. Best thing you can do is build a cult following. So we talked about sourcing a product you understand. Mm-hmm. Then we talked about having an item that you could produce a lot of content around that makes people engage you, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the things you could do is you could put a hashtag together. Mm-hmm. What's your hashtag, Casey? KC Pride. (laughs) Now, you love that hashtag, don't you? Oh, yeah. And you hope that everybody listening to this goes on that hashtag right now and says something about the show, about how I learned something from my Amazon guy today, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so one of the best things that you could do as a a, a consumer packaged good business is to create those engagements, right? So, So what I do as an Amazon, you know, agency owner is I go on podcasts and I talk and I give all my trade secrets away. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that there's going to be a segment of people who are going to take my knowledge and run with it and do it themselves. And that's cool. No problem. I added value to the universe. Mm-hmm. Eventually, that value will come back to me, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. So, But there's going to be a segment of the population, whether it's as small as 1% or 5%, doesn't matter, that are going to pay me for the knowledge that they, they have access to because I give it away for free but want me to do it for them. Mm-hmm. So that's my that's my, my Amazon Guy model. I've got 900 videos on YouTube. And you can look up my Amazon Guy on YouTube and see all the free things that we give away. For all the knowledge now, now, because we 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 come into a, a close end, and, and we got to hit this real quick. Creating content in this day and age that sales, you know, because we 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 are uh, constantly on this on this content thing and this content thing. We talk to so many business owners. Explain creating content that actually sells products. You got to tell me in the photos in the mm-hmm. lifestyle photography who's this product for, right? Okay. If if you go look at a random product on Amazon today. And you can't tell within five seconds if this product is for you. That's mm-hmm. a problem. Okay. Right. So as a marketer, here's, here's something that's fundamentally misunderstood. In marketing, it's your job to polarize. Right. Mm-hmm. So in politics, your job is to make a big ten and bring everybody under it. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. The opposite is true as a marketer. As a marketer, you want to push people away. Wow. When you push people away, the right people will come to you and stay. And Can you say part that again, please? Because I get so wow. folks, yeah. I, I get so sick and tired of folks. They they get one customer that don't want their product, and they just go out of business behind. It's like, bro, it's somebody out there want it. Yeah. Just just hit that one more time for folks. Well, I mean, I mean, you think about it, right? Like, talk about uh, Mormon missionaries. They go knock on doors, right? They make oh, yeah. some of the best salesmen in the world. Why? Because they keep on yeah. Because they never stop. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Consistency. Right. And and that's part of my religion, by the way. But anyway, so so you have to think about one no today doesn't mean squat. Oh yeah. Take a hundred no's, as long as you get one yes, you're in business. There you go. Right? Yeah. So you gotta hustle and think about it from that perspective. And that's probably all how all the pyramid schemes started in Utah. So don't do that. <laughs> but but anyway, so so you, you gotta figure out like, okay, what's gonna be your market advantage? What mm-hmm. what product you're gonna understand and how are you gonna go to market and beat everybody else? Wow. And the best way to do that is to build content that tells the consumer I am in the right place. Wow. Okay. Right. So my, my my fruity scent soaps. You're in the right place because emojis tell you you are. Okay. We are fruit fruity loom type emojis in the content. We got lifestyle shots of of a woman lathering up and enjoying herself and smelling like flowers and all that good stuff. It's important. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you when, when it comes to creating content, and I, and I use this example all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, Dollar Shave Club. Oh man, yeah. He he recognized there was a huge audience of folks out there that loved those shock type value videos, mm-hmm. and then most of them was college men, like for real. And then next thing you know, he come out with with, with a simple razor, and now and he, hey, we'll ship it to you. Yeah, 
And a I lot mean, of people are copying his style now. You got what is And they ain't doing thing? a good job. <laughs> Unicorn poop uh, thing. Yeah, and all that. Yeah. Those, those guys were out of Utah, by the way. They're BYU grads. Yeah, they, um, that's so funny. Yeah, you, you hire some Mormons for marketing. They're no doubt, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so so one of, the, one of the most misunderstood thing that I think people have about demographic and marketing targeting, mm-hmm. they think, okay, what's the age of my customer, what's their sex, and what's their race? Yeah. That is so freaking shallow and also so freaking wrong. Wow. Here's how you should be doing demographic marketing. Okay. How do you buy? Wow. End of story. Here's, in case in point, John Deere. Mm-hmm. There's two types of John Deere personas that buy. There's the, there's the super elitist. All he wants to see is the comparison chart. Which item should I buy? Mm-hmm. Okay. He doesn't want to talk to you on the phone. The second guy who's the new farmer who has no freaking idea he wants, the chart's confusing. Talk to him on the phone. Wow. Done. Those are two wow. buyer personas. Market to them. Done. Wow. Wow. That that's that's man, I hate to say we 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 I, we're gonna have to get them back again. <laughs> it goes fast. I, I'm telling you what we gotta do, man. Let's we, we need to put together a, a just a huge event. Yeah. And get all these just great folks that we've had on here and, and allow all these folks to just speak and teach from the stage. Like you exactly. you down? I'll do we'll do it. Yeah, we we're gonna put this okay. together, brother. Like yeah. for real. Yeah. By, uh, let's say by April. Okay. Let, let's put this thing together. Me and you, we'll get up there and do the rock star thing. But like folks like him and Dr. Harris and, and uh, uh, oh, it's just yeah. so many. Dominique. Dominique I mean, it's yeah. so many folks we got that got so much knowledge to give. But before you get out of here, man, please give our audience just all these Amazon shoppers, all these Amazon sellers, just three tips. Just three tips to help them this day and age, uh, 2022. What's three things that folks can do to start profiting and either shopping better? Find a product. Mm-hmm. Market it. And make sure you listen to your customers. Wow. Okay. So I know that's on a simple, basic level, but at the end of the day, back to those four principles in e-commerce. My job as an e-commerce guy is to sell more products more often for more money to more people. Simple words, man. And if you don't do those four basic things, mm-hmm. you can't sell in e-commerce. Wow. Wow. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, my Amazon guy. Mr. Stephen Pope, if you see this guy's name, if he's speaking somewhere, if he got, if he put out a book, if he's giving you some free advice, you catch him on YouTube, you better listen. Or go to those 900 videos. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Learn. Yes. Well, ladies Dang. and gentlemen, it has been another number one rated business show right here on Real 1100 AM, iHeartRadio, all over the world, from Mexico to India to Europe to all over the United States, man, I, I can't even believe the, the big response to all these folks listening yeah. and this type of stuff, man. But thank y'all so much for joining us right here on the number one rated business show. I am KC Pride. Follow me at Instagram. I'm Mr. Marketology. You can follow that everywhere. And my Amazon guy, where can everybody follow you? YouTube.com slash my Amazon guy or my Amazon Look. If y'all have not been following this show and you is this your first time watching, y'all need to go back and watch yesterday. Uh, if you're in the music game whatsoever, y'all definitely need to check out Dominique Mitchell from yesterday. Yeah. If you are in the brick and mortar game, you need to talk you need to check out Zane Williams. And if you are selling anything at e-commerce, y'all better be checking out Mr. Stephen Pope. We'll restream this tonight Both at 10 a.m. Episodes. Both episodes. Both of them. Yes. Oh, Cole Cummins is on that one too, man. That's another yeah. powerful uh yeah. marketing one. But we will be back tomorrow. Do we have a show tomorrow? <laughs> we do have a show tomorrow. We will be back yeah. tomorrow, same time, same place, right here on the yeah, I gotta go home and get my boxes, man. I got an Amazon shipment coming in. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard radio all over the world. We are out. <laughs>